Hello, and welcome to the Diaspora Chiefs Podcast. We love having you here. This show is for ambitious Africans and Caribbeans in the diaspora who want to start, grow, and scale their business. And it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, high income skills, and know-how on all things digital to create the best lifestyle for you and your family. We know that you have it in you. And now, let's get started with the Diaspora Chiefs host, Victor Osio. Welcome again to another wonderful session. Today we have a financial influencer in the house. This session is going to be all about finance, all about how to like um, bootstrap your business. We have the founder of Mojere Investment Hub. She's Mary Funke Ipadiola. Her focus is to support entrepreneurs over 40s in the growing communities by creating sustainable financial wealth paths. Ms. Mojere, welcome to this session. Thank you very much. Um, thank you very much, Victor. It's lovely to be part of this. Today we'll be talking about collaboration as a non-musical, uh, as collaboration for financial growth. Um, how do you use it? Non-cash equivalent. So can you tell us more about that? Well, collaboration is not a new thing in business, but over the years, things about how you now apply strategies, as I said earlier, to business of change because we now live in a sharing economy. So no one person or one organization can solely um, hold on to an industry and survive it. So we don't have this monopoly anymore. And so this is what big organizations use now to survive, by collaborating and you know, at the very early stages. That collaboration can assist organization in bridging in you know, cash incentives to help the business rather than going through the, you know, the, the area of debt with maybe big debt like from the banks and stuff like that. So collaboration is another way of bringing in cash incentives to your business in the form of lean operations. And that's what our collaborative finance is, is about. Okay. Are there any, um, can you take us through any steps or any to-dos? For, um, when you look about collaborative finance, uh, the first place you, you will start, and I, I've started with in the past, and I always you know, put into practice as a business owner, is first for the business owner, which could be the entrepreneur of the business or you know, the founders of the business, to identify their strengths their strength and weaknesses. We know when we start a business, we have a business plan, and we always put the same procedure in, you know, okay, my strengths and weaknesses are in base. But the problem is how do you apply this to your business? And when you apply those things to your business, it's not only looking at how you can use it to, to help your, your business internally, but again, how you can use it to um, kind of affect how you, you, know, you know, deal with other businesses outside. So for example, if you identify your strength in the business, say you are very good at maybe PR, that's your strength. You can begin to look for um, platforms, other similar businesses to yours, that you can bring those expertise to, to support. And while they bring in all the things you need, maybe those things are your weakness, unique. For example, you could, maybe you don't have an um, experience in taxation and stuff like that. So it's just a way of how you can balance those things and you know that you're, you're putting a lot of energy on what you're good at. 
Another form of identifying how to place your strengths and weaknesses is from bringing in co-founders to um, take over areas where you are not very strong at, but your business actually needed. For example, if you're going into a technology um, kind of uh, industry business, and you, have a, you don't have a tech experience. So you could look for a co-founder who's got that experience because that's your weak point. So if that's another form of collaborating. And at the end of the day, the whole lineage of it is trying to grow your business. So yes, so that, that's what we mean by collaboration for growth. Yeah, so, what, so what you're saying in essence is when you, or when you, you have to own your strength, you have to own your weaknesses. And when you own your weaknesses, you can then use it as an advantage to collaborate. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, with things like um, outsourcing, you can outsource services that you don't have experience in doing, uh, in, you know, in delivering to your business. And again, even if you have the experience, there's some things maybe it's not worth you if you're putting that time in it because as a business owner, you, you want to, you know, leverage your time on the things that are much more productive or, or important. You know, to you at the early stage of your business. So you can look at outsourcing your technology. You can look at outsourcing your maybe your bookkeeping, your PR. You know, looking for a co-founder, but without identifying your strengths and weaknesses, you would not be able to kind of really define how to approach this area. So when you think of collaborative finance, um, where you use all these means of operations to leverage into your business, then you begin to now identify and see, you know, how you place yourself in that industry and where you network, you know, when you start need to become more, um, more active, those areas. Okay, great, 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 I get you. Your weakness should not be your weakness, should not be a hindrance to your business. You can actually leverage your weakness to grow your business. Exactly, because a lot of us go into business and we just want to do it all alone. And I understand sometimes it's, it's because of the passion. You know, you're so excited. You, you love what you're doing. You have belief in it. You have that vision. But again, we need to be very honest with ourselves. Well, there's so much you can do. And at the early stages, that's when you need to bring in the right tools. And that includes their human capital you in, bring into your business and it's collaboration is the best way to approach it especially in this we, we have a sharing economy now you know so all everything you need is out there for you um, to implement uh, on the on the social media and, and get yourself rolling um start experiencing the journey in business are you talking about um am i guessing that you're talking about bootstrapping or what are you i mean how leads to bootstrapping because obviously where you have source is a way of bootstrapping the, um, rather than bringing full-time paid employees into your business, into your company, because obviously you will start, you know, have tax liabilities and all those other stuff that comes with it and takes away um, a lot of the cash in your business. So when you have source, obviously, you know, it's like a consultation thing, you know, it's, you, you take out all of the, you know, direct costs that, you know, will slow down your operations. So it's a form of bootstrapping. Okay, that's wonderful. Wonderful. So, are there any other non-cash incentives for collaboration? There are numerous cash incentives for collab through collaboration, but um, when we're looking at cash in incentives through collaboration, again, from when I started, it, it's about the owners 
interests when it comes to their strengths and weaknesses. You identify at the early stages, where am I going in this business? In the next five, 10 years, am I exiting? Or is this a, an impact business that I just need to so leave, you know, to sustain for a lifetime, maybe to leave a family legacy, things like that. When you identify those things and you're well-defined, will allow you to begin to platform yourself in the right places and to start networking, to identify who you partner with, people in, the, in your industry you can begin to partner with. People are so open now, businesses especially, they're so open now to partnership, to collaboration. When you understand those things, you begin to build your culture around your company value. And from there, because you bring credibility into, into, into your company system, you know, from, you know, companies, organization, people you have collaborated with, you're you know, engaging partnership with, because as you do this, you're, you're supporting them as well along the way, along the way, and you're learning about that market, you're learning about your industry. So you build that um, expertise at the same time, you become relevant, and that opens the door to you, you know, to region investment opportunities like crowdfunding, you, you, you may want to just inject a certain amount of, of, of money to into, into your company, but you're not really, really willing to give our equity shares to um, shareholders in your business. So that could be a way of you know, looking into peer-to-peer. -peer. It's an easier route where you've kind of um, engaged with these businesses, with this platform, making yourself really different, you know, opening yourself up for opportunities. So those are areas you can, you can use to um, bootstrap. They're like lean operations. So how you can just operate in, in a way you're not getting into debt very heavily in your business. And there's different, numerous, um, you know, tools and resources and things that can help you um, to, to align you into achieving that, and that goal in your business. Yeah. Can you just tell us some tools that um, we can use for bootstrapping or to map out our processes when it comes to bootstrapping? Uh, one tool I know businesses use now, and I've actually applied it as well to my business, is that of invoice factoring, um, where you get, you know, your invoice, where you, you know, factored by maybe a microfinance organization, or it could be the individuals, it could be an investment group where you build relationship with, you've collaborated with them, they've, already, they've built that trust with you, and you can get your invoice financed through them. So that can release um, the stock you need to operate in your business. So your business keeps going on. You're not waiting to have the, the cash first in and then you're held up. You can't operate in your business because you're waiting for this money. So when you have your invoice financed through this means, because obviously those means they're cheaper than going to the institutions, going to the bank, right? So that's a lean operation. Inverse finance is a lean operation where you go through the channel that supports microfinancing. And I can give you an example of a channel. Um, PayPal is a typical example of a channel. Some software industry, they do it as well, like QuickBooks and, you know, all those, in, all those kind of um, tech-based tech industries. So that's what I mean. When you start your business, identify where does your industry sit? Who do I need in my business? It's not the people that are actually working inside the organization if you decide to have employees, but 
who who is going to manage my accounting who is going to manage my transaction who is going to manage my the legal issues in my business how can i start collaborating and you know networking and platforming better with with these people with these organizations and it's those things that you build you know along the way that those momentum that open doors for opportunities to you because the main thing here is you're building credibility mm -hmm. you're credibility you're building trust and those are the lean um operations you, you can apply into your business to, to and help you obviously because you're saving on a lot of cost yeah that's what we want to do in business we want to save cost yeah because i wanted to ask you i wanted to ask you but you mentioned you mentioned paper i wanted to ask you how do you start building with these relationships with um with partners but when you mentioned paper it kind of like sits with me and now i, I kind of see it because paper has this feature on uh, i think it's personal or business business account with paper they finance maybe a thousand two hundred pounds up to depends on how long you've been like transacting with them and when you see your transactions then they say a trust that goes in so it depends just like a credit rating so but I only know of paper. I don't know of any other ones. I mean, there's numerous organizations like that that have um, various financial instruments. And if, that's what I mean by you need to start your homework early, at the early stages. You don't wait until you need the money in a year, two, three, four years' time. You need to start now. You need to identify in your business in the next 12 to 15 months. Is this, is this the same thing? What, what are the, what's the cash flow I need in my business for the next, next 12 to 15 years to operate? And that will help you determine where you need to start um, networking, where you need to start sitting and doing the right thing. Is this the same thing as, as lines of credit? Lines of credit is another one. What we're trying to avoid here is getting into debt repayment, high debt repayment too early, which you get from the financial institution. A lot of businesses... You know, they respond to these things because that's the only thing offered to them. What I'm trying to bring across is there's other instruments that will reduce your cost of operation at the very initial in your, um, early stages. But this instrument needs you to build a kind of credibility. And you do that through collaboration. Because mind you, you know, the bank will have for collateral, you know, they have for your, everything, mm -hmm. you know, your credit, everything like that. But with this organization, most of them are, they support microfinances. They understand the, the issues, the problems startups go through. But then again, you need to prove to them that you are a startup that is looking to sustain your business. So those are the things you need to build in through, through trust. And how can you do that if no one knows you? So, so we we use that now to like leverage our um, our progression or yeah, our progression. Yeah. Like for example, we mentioned um, PayPal. They have a lot of affiliate programs, and other organizations, financial you know institutions, they have those um, programs as well. So you can, but by networking with the right people, this is what I'm saying. You will know these things. You will have direction to this thing and you have time to plan early for when you actually need the money, when you, have, when you need that co-founder, when you need that money to, to grow. And you, you don't, maybe you're not ready yet as, as, a, as a business 
to offer half of your business to, to somebody to somebody to you know to another shareholder or an investor so you're just planning ahead of how can i begin to to um lean proof my business until i get to a stage that i can say okay i'm comfortable I, i've gained enough traction to now go for this big funding i'm you know i'm healthy i'm strong enough as a business owner to do this but initially um the best way to stay on in the market you know surviving your business is this lean operations through through collaboration wow are there any other steps are there any other steps when it comes to um collaboration any steps that you go through the, the, the steps you go through depends on the industry you're in as well because different industry different business needs certain you know because some industries are restricted to how they operate you know so it's just really identifying and understanding who are the businesses that i can begin to trust who are the biggest businesses i can begin to learn from because you're also on a learning journey. See what they're doing to survive. And the, a lot of companies, they're ready to speak up. They'll speak to you. You, have, you, know, you ask them questions, you're going through anything, they were actually ready now to, to, speak, to speak to you. No business is too small now and no business is too big. So it's just sitting in the right places, collaborating with the right people, getting yourself um, noticed in the right places. So, you know, those are the what I can advise. You just get yourself aware of what's happening around you. Offer help, offer assistance to other business and other business owners. Okay, good. Yeah. When you start thinking from an early stage, understand your ownership position and bootstrapping. From that early stage, how do you start positioning yourself? Is it big, is it true knowing where your business is going that you start positioning yourself towards? who you need to collaborate with. Am I you first had the question, yeah. Know where your business is going. You need to know at the very early, I did say earlier, am I looking to exit my business in five, 10 years? How much do I need? You, you should have your, have your company evaluated for you. What will my company be worth in the next five years, 10 years? You need to have a rough idea. Okay. See, let's take it now. In the next five years, I see my company hitting 10 million pounds. Now, what, should, what do you think I should be doing? If you, if you, if you see your company winning 10 million pounds in the Revenue. next five yeah. years, you need a venture capitalist because you are now at a, like at a stage where you build traction. You build revenue. You are you are seated in the market for you to have a, to be expecting ten thousand pounds valuation of your business. So not, ten, looking, not ten thousand, ten million pounds. Ten million, ten million pounds. So yeah. you're looking for venture capitalists. The venture capitalists, the investors that bring money into your business from say you're looking at five million upwards. They don't only bring the money in; they bring their expertise in. But mind you, you need to now give some ownership of your business, some yeah. management aspect of your business, you probably have a, a VC that wants to sit on your board in decision making. You, you need to have a, C, a VC that will want to bring their own ideas. Bear in mind, it could change your, your own ideas as well. 
you could change where you want your business to go. So at what stage are you ready to open this door? You know, and are you ready to, for these changes? So you, you need to make that decision. Yeah, because what I was thinking was, now I have a plan, I have a vision that 10 years time, five years time, my company will be what I'm looking at exiting at 10 million pounds in five years. So from what I've deduced from what you said, or from the steps that you've given us. Now I need to understand my weaknesses. I need to understand my strength, do a SWOT analysis and put more energy or more focused on my strengths. Then on my weaknesses, I own my weaknesses and collaborate on my weaknesses, give my weaknesses out for who can complement that. Then keep going, bootstrapping it, be lean. Then after a couple of, let's say one, two, three, four, five, six months, I start looking of how to like scale. The bottom line here is making that decision at a very early stage and then you review it, you know, because you've gained experience of your market, because you've seen your peers by, by partnering with them, collaborating, you're understanding what's going on and it helps you to review your whole strategy mm-hmm. as you go along in your business journey. So if, as, a, as, a, as an African Caribbean entrepreneur, is there, is there a preferred way or as a diaspora entrepreneur, which way do you think is better to lean towards? Personal. That's very personal. It's up to you. And there's nothing like being a, you know, a black entrepreneur anything now. We have a sharing economy. The world is global. So the only advice I'll give to any business now is open yourself up to global opportunities. And that's the first thing you need to start applying. Don't think because you are in the UK oh, okay, I'm only going to compete for the market in the UK. We are in the internet of things and industry don't work like that anymore. Most businesses can't survive like that anymore. So open yourself globally. That's great advice. That's great advice. Well, it's been, it's been a pleasure. It's been a wonderful time chatting with you. And... Um, is there one more word that you like to like just drop on us? And moreover, how um, do you do consulting or do you do one-on-one? How do we get in touch with you if um, we want to? Before then, can you just give us one word that to summarize our discussion tonight? Yes, there's one-on-one um, consultation. There's um, company consultation. So I consult with corporate organization when it comes to management strategies, um, accounting, tax, you know, taxation issues. And I do consult with um, individual business owners, you know, when it looks, and uh, when we look at business modeling, business strategy. I am an investor and I work with investors as well. So I have an angel investors um, team. So I deal with investment projects as, as well. Yeah. Okay. So if we want to get in touch with you now, how do we get in touch with you? You can send um, your questions or inquiries to thegoodmoneystory at gmail.com. Thank you very much again for your time with us today. And um, it's been a wonderful session. Thank you for your impact on us. And um, guys, you hear? So know your financial options. There are so many financial options available for you. There's so many ways for you to collaborate. Own your weaknesses. It's not. Um, it's no longer a deficient on your part. It's you can now. It, it's now a strength. 
your weaknesses are now strengths for you to like leverage. It's a strength for you to grow. So if you own it, you can actually use it. So thank you very much, uh, Mary, for being for being a financial influencer for us to like wake us up to different collaborations that are non-cash equivalents. And then we are very grateful for today. Thank you very much for part of this. Thank you very much. My diaspora sheaves. Thank you for hanging out with us today on this episode. More info and show notes can be found online at um, www.diasporasheeps.com. Please subscribe and share this podcast with friends and ambitious Africans and Caribbeans in the diaspora who wants to start and launch um, the digital lifestyle business. Thank you and I'll see you next week for a new episode.